The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Great crowds were traveling with Jesus, and he turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Which of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there is enough for its completion? Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish the work, the onlookers should laugh at him and say, This one began to build and did not have the resources to finish. Or what king, marching into battle, would not first sit down and decide whether with 10,000 troops he can successfully oppose another king advancing upon him with 20,000 troops? But if not, while he is still far away, he will send a delegation to ask for peace terms. In the same way, every one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. The Gospel of the Lord. Jesus in today's gospel says that you must hate your mother and father, your son, your daughter. These are incredibly harsh and disturbing words from Jesus. We have to ask ourselves how might we interpret this in order to to get inspiration and instruction on how to live a good Christian life. One way to interpret it is literally, that we should literally hate the people that we love. We toss that interpretation out immediately because we know that God would not want this. We know it for for the simplest reason and for the easiest uh, evidence that that is a wrong interpretation is that Jesus loved his own mother, passionately loved his own mother all the way to the end. So we toss out the literal interpretation. Another interpretation, and this is a very common way of interpreting that passage, is that is that we say, well, okay, well, yes, of course you love your mother and your father, your son, your daughter, your brother, your sister. Of course you love them all, but you always must love God more. And if it comes down to it, if there comes to be where you have to choose one or the other, you, of course, always choose God. Okay, that's, I suppose that's true. That still doesn't sound like a great interpretation because it still doesn't sound like God. I don't think God would pit himself against my mother in a competition. That doesn't sound like something God would do. So I don't really care for that interpretation either, even though it might literally be true. Might there be another way of looking at it? A third way of looking at it I get from St. Ignatius of Loyola. He has a definition of spiritual consolation. In other words, the state of being where we are really in sync with God. He says, a person in spiritual consolation can love no other person except through God. Can love no other person except through God. That every single person I love, I love through God. It's not about 
competing with another person, God versus another person. It's about loving all people through God. You know, if I blindfold you and then hand you a newspaper and say, read the newspaper, you'll say, this is impossible. Well, for a Christian who is in love with God, it's impossible to love someone except through God. For me to say you have to love, you have to love this person without God in the picture is as absurd as me blindfolding you and asking you to read a newspaper. So we love all of our loved ones through God. Now, what's the consequence of that? What's the result of that? The result of that is that if, if we love all the, our loved ones through the lens of God, through, through God, then we give that person, the beloved, the freedom to answer their call from God, even if it comes at great cost to myself. We give the freedom to our loved ones to answer God's call, even if it comes at great cost to myself. The most dramatic example is, is right in front of us that, that, that Mary loved Jesus passionately, but she gave Jesus the freedom to answer his call from God the Father to, to sacrifice himself on the cross at great cost to herself. Jesus loved his mother, but, she, but he, he, gave, she gave, he gave her the freedom to take on another son, if you will, by saying to John, behold your mother. That's a very dramatic example involving a, 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 a brutal death, but we can think of a less dramatic example. My family loves me and I love my family, but they don't love me in such a way that I'm not free to say yes to my calling. They love me through God, through the lens of God, and they give me the freedom to say yes to my calling, even if it means I don't get to be physically near my family. Even that's a bit of a dramatic example. Might we come up with in our own lives, our own day-to-day -day life, ordinary examples of a moment when our spouse, our son, our daughter, our loved ones are saying yes to God day to day in such a fashion that we have to step to the side a little bit. We have to step to the side a little bit. I think we probably can. And I think that's what Jesus is asking us to do. He's asking us to love all people through God and therefore allow our beloved to say yes to their own individual calling from God.